Conversations about relevant topics impacting our communities and the world. I am your host, T.W. Suggs. And before I go any further, I have to give a shout out to P3 Christian Radio. The Tommy Talk Show is a part of the P3 Christian Radio family. We work in collaboration with the Culture Talk Show. We actually have the host of the Culture Talk Show with us today. Bashir Hulk. Woo, 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 woo. All right. Um, a shout out to our producer, the one and only Keith Pelzer. And we are currently recording this in the Convos Lounge. So listen, I'm going to hop right into this. I asked you all a question. So last, so last time uh, for the last episode, the question was, what's the best cereal that's out there? And you all <laughs> flooded my comments you flooded social media i thank you so much for the love i heard i saw a lot of uh frosted flakes cinnamon toast crunch Mm -hmm. it was so awesome but this time the question that i have the community question is um (laughs) it's really silly i'm a silly guy sorry if you were a jelly bean (laughs) what color jelly bean would you be and why and the responses that I received, I thank y'all for keeping them G-rated because there's some <laughs> some fresh people out there in that community. I choose red because I, I could just read how that came out in my comments. Nasty. But no, y'all kept it G-rated. <laughs> and I appreciate you all for that. So I have uh, Nicole Elise who did say red. She said because of the deep color and um, it's cherry flavor. Uh, Ira Warren was a guest. Um uh, for episode one, whoop, whoop, Ira Warren, she was on here for uh, a conversation with black producers and Ira Warren said green, but she got real deep on me. Right. So she said green because it represents fertility. But then she went a step further and she said green is actually a combination of yellow and blue and yellow represents glory and blue represents heaven. Like that was just bananas. I love it. Um, Justina Green, she said she would be the red colored uh, 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 jelly bean. Uh, because it's spicy. So that's the cinnamon ones. And anybody who knows Justina Green, you know she does not pull any punches. Sweet as pie, but she will give you the truth. I love me some Justina. Uh, Wanda, who is also a co-host on a culture talk show, said green uh, because it's uh, bright, it's vibrant, it radiates joy. And Idalo, uh, my homie who will be coming on um, and another show or two, said purple uh, just because he likes great. So it's as simple as that. Thank you all so much. Stay tuned on my social media platforms, TW Suggs, on Facebook and um, on Instagram for uh, the next community question. So listen, I want to recap on our last show. So last, uh, the last show was a conversation with black producers. Uh, We had with us Taronda Jones, Ira Warren, and Kyle Godwin dropping them hashtag nuggets. They were dropping. (laughs) Keith is over here laughing. (laughs) Nuggets. (laughs) Who was dropping those nuggets and gems and and pearls? Um, (laughs) Who was dropping so uh so much uh and we thank you again for just uh swinging through today's show today's conversation is the worshiper's appetite are we still hungry for god again 
the worshipers appetite. Are we still hungry for God? And um, it's just something that came to me. Um, I was actually chopping it up with a few people, a few worship leaders, and we were just talking about worship that we see like in today's church and whatnot. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's uh, where this came from. And I just said, you know, let me ask the question and let's see who we can pull in the room to go and have this dialogue with. Right. So I just did a, I did a little bit of a little bit of research. This is this is not my thesis. But it's a little bit of research, okay? Um, so we look up the word uh, appetite. It's uh, you find that it's a desire to satisfy a need or craving. Hmm. Um, it's a strong desire or liking for something, a fondness of taste for something. Um, it's whatever you desire that satisfies a craving. And um, so, so appetites are not just natural things like food or rest um, or anything else like that. Um, you can have an appetite for attention. You can have an appetite for money. You can have an appetite for belonging. Um, you can have an appetite for all those things. But today's question, are we still hungry for God? Do we still have an appetite for God? And I'll take it a step further. I think many of us, and I, what I theorize or what I feel is that in some instances, um, we tolerate the flavor of God, not that we're actually hungry for God. And I think that in some instances, the flavor of God um, has even become bitter in some of our mouths because we've been eating other things. Mm. And we have to be careful what we take in so that it doesn't um, conflict with the flavor and the appetite that we should have. All right. So um, that's where we're going today. That's just some of the conversations we have. So we're going to have with us Joshua Rogers um, and we're going to have a uh, we, we're going to have Tip Joy. And we're also going to have a panel discussion or a group discussion with uh, Bashir Ho, Kayla Johnson and Scott Stevens. Stay tuned. What's up, beautiful people? Hopefully everybody's doing very well. Welcome back to the Tommy Talk Show. I am the host, T.W. Suggs. And right before me, I have the incomparable, the gem herself. Oh, yes. Oh, you're getting all of it. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. You're getting all of it. I have the singer, the preacher, the exhorter. No. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. You're getting it. You're getting it this day. I have the one and only Tiff Joy, everybody, wherever you are, whether you're in your car, whether you're at home, whether you're doing dishes, whatever it is, just send some love to Tiff right now. Mm. Oh, wow. Tiff, you feel that? You feel all that love that's coming at I you, feel boo? That. You feel it? All right. All right. Good, good. How are you doing today, sis? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. I cannot complain. I'm even better now that I get to see your awesomeness on the screen right in oh. front of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Listen, so we're going to go ahead and dive right on and because I'm so interested in what you have to say around this topic. All right. So for those of you who are listening, who may just be tuning in, um, the topic today is uh, the worshiper's appetite. Are we still hungry for God? I'll say it again. I'm not trying to be all deep. I'm not trying to be super spiritual or nothing like that. But I'm going to say it again. The worshiper's appetite. Are we still hungry 
for God. And essentially, um, just uh, again, for anybody who's who's uh, signing in, um, who's joining us, joining this conversation, um, we're always hungry. We're, we're always eating just as people. We have voids and we're always consuming, whether it's physical, whether it's mental, whether it's spiritual. And with all the things that we're consuming, have we left room for God? And it's just a question. I'm not making any assumptions. So, Tiff, um, real quick. So, Tiff, you are a singer extraordinaire. You traveled this globe. You've, I'm sure you've done international. I know you've done national. I'm, you're traveling all over the place. So let me ask you this question right here. Have you seen a difference in the heart for people of God from when we were kids? Right. From when we were growing up, because you grew up in a church, right? Absolutely. Yep. Okay. Do you see a difference in the heart that people or the posture? I think that's a better question. Do you see a difference in the posture and in the heart that the people of God had back then versus what we're seeing now? <sighs> that's a good question. Um, I think there, there's there's a difference. Mm-hmm. Um, not, not completely, you know, okay. not everybody feels this way, right. But I think back then was just a little different. It was a, a bit more authentic. Okay. Um, with, and, and our access to God wasn't always interrupted with social media and wow. all of these other distractions. Right. So I think, um, when you add in social media, Hmm. You add in the pressure of wanting likes. You add in the pressure wow. of wanting to be, wanting to be um, just accepted by this multitude of people, right? Wow. Versus, versus God, you assign me to this group of people, not necessarily wow. the multitude, right? Yeah. And it's while it's it become less okay with us humans because we see it, so we see everybody else doing it. Wow. So my heart, my heart, or my desire sometimes can um, be more about the response of people versus my heart for God and, and fulfilling your purpose, you know? So now I'm worried, I'm, I'm more concerned about how many people are gonna show up, how wow. many people are gonna like this Come post on. that I post, you know? Let me let me sing this song, because when I sing this song, I'm gonna be able to post this part and then this wow. will get the likes. Wow. So I'm not necessarily thinking about the things of God, I am more consumed about uh, the people and, and, you know, everything else outside of God. So I think that wow. is the change. And yeah, wow. I think that's wow. a yeah, trouble area of humans. I got you. I got you. Do you, how do you, so how do you navigate that as a worship leader, as a singer, especially because with the social media, people are coming in with, you know, with expectations and, you know, again, like wanting the likes and all of that jazz. So mm-hmm. how do you, how do you navigate that? How do you pull the people in? How do you how do you navigate that in this time when everything is so built on likes and clicks, um, which can sometimes could perhaps um, hinder vulnerability, could um, uh, 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 serve as a barrier for our worship and our authenticity with God? Uh, we just had um, on our previous show we had um, uh, 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 Ira Warren in here, and she spoke about how Jesus dying on the cross, he was naked and how that Mm -hmm. same level of nakedness is required of us. So how do you navigate that as a leader of worship in the church when we have all these barriers? Um, I think, I really think it's 
the worship leader, but I'll, I'll be more, you know, I like to, I don't like mm -hmm. to give it for everybody, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's my responsibility, you know, mm -hmm. to, to remember the why, mm -hmm. remember why I'm doing this, you know, mm -hmm. um, because I've been in those spaces. Yeah. I, I've been in those spaces of, you know, I, it was outside of God that I was looking, I was looking for, you know, the likes or, or I was frustrated yep. and, you know, I've been in those spaces yep. and there goes the nakedness that, that the lady was talking about. Yeah. I, I've been in those spaces and I had to, I really had to, to deal with, I had to get into the self-awareness place and say, okay, Tiff, um, here's the reality. I'm looking for that stuff, but every time I, even if I get it, I still come up empty. And yeah. if I'm coming up empty, then what am I pouring out? Wow. I'm not, I'm, I'm pouring from an empty vase. Like I come have to on. go get filled. So I have to be responsible enough to go in, into the presence of God. And I have to make sure I'm praying and I have to yeah. make sure I'm studying and I'm fasting. Yeah. Um, so I'm able to pour out and to help and to impact for the kingdom of God. I just think we have to be responsible. Yeah. We have to be responsible. And that honestly is one of my goals this year. Like I have goals of, of things that I want to do. Yes, ma'am. But I need to be responsible over my soul and my spirit and those who are, who are connected wow. to me. I got to make sure I got to make sure because the only constant that we have is our soul. Yeah. Our soul has a destination, right? My money's going to go up and down. The house may come and go. The car may come and go. But the soul is going to live forever. So not only is my soul important, but those who are connected and who are being impacted by me, your soul is important. So wow. I have to be responsible enough to make sure that I am not just filling myself with anything, but filling myself with the things of God so I may pour out the things of God. Oh, my good, Yo, <laughs> people, are you listening to this? Jeez. Tiff, you are dropping it. I wouldn't be surprised if you had if you if you were called to pastor. I'm gonna leave that there. No. I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm gonna leave that there. I'm gonna leave that there. I'm gonna leave it right there. Um, <laughs> um, let me ask you a question. So, um, because because I know you have other things to do, and I, and I know that you have things that you want to get to. Um, so I don't want to top your schedule. What? So, what can we do? As so we so I asked the question as it relates to. Um, the perspective of from the perspective of a worship leader what we need to do um, but just as the people who show up in the pew mm -hmm. what can we do to maintain our appetite for God hmm. just just as regular a regular person showing up right just um I, I think um, if I'm just a regular person, I'm coming, I don't want to say I'm just a regular person, but if mm -hmm. I am just coming into a service and I'm looking, um, I think my responsibility now is here's the reality. Come on. We're all given account. We're going to give an account. For hey, right? yes, ma'am. So while, while, yes, I pray that what you are feeding me is going to help me and impact me and impact me and turn me towards Jesus. Um, I got to take responsibility of myself too, right? I can't Come put, I can't make everything lean on you. It can't right. be, uh, well, well, you didn't tell me this. Well, you didn't, right. you didn't, you didn't help me here. Yeah. You know, even though it's our responsibility to do it. Right. Um, but you can't lean on that. That right. can't be your reason for not growing and having this hunger and thirst. Wow. Um, and so I think, I think that's a thing you have to pray and ask God to restore and to renew that thirst. Let's start there. Woo. Let's you start there. Get real with God. Like, God, I have lost this 
I have My been wanting the things gosh. that you've created and not necessarily you. You got to be naked. You got to be real with God. And I Come think on. he honors that. Yeah. He honors the fact that you are being so candor and saying, okay, God, I lost it along the way, along the way. Yeah. And I need you to help draw me back and get me to that space with you. And I believe God will, will help you there. He will meet yeah. you right there. Wow. He'll meet you right there. Just like the right woman there. at the, he'll meet you there. Right. He'll there. meet you. Wow. Absolutely. Wow. Wow. Oh my goodness. Something that you said that really resonated with me is that it's not. And I think that people, churchgoers who met pastors, apostles, bishops, whoever, it is not all on the worship leader. Everybody yeah. Yeah. has to give an account for what they did with their own soul. It is there. It is. Absolutely. It is all of our individual responsibility to make sure that we maintain our hunger and when our hunger is not what it should be or when we start finding that we have foreign appetites that we Mm. have to bring those things under the subjection Mm -hmm. of Jesus Christ to go Mm -hmm. before him and say Lord here is where I am help me get back to where you need me to be that's kind of what you're saying huh yes Yes, ma'am wow Wow. Wow. Tiff, thank you so much for that. I really appreciate that. Um, Listen, uh, I wish I had more time with you, but listen, we are at our time. I'm good. Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, goodness. Ah, I can't. I can't. I can't. Um, We have to get you back on this show for a part two, because the, the just even just how fluid and how thoughtful and just how powerful the things are that you're saying we have to have a part two we gotta we gotta hear more from the mind and heart of tiff joy which is also from what i'm perceiving is also from the mind and heart of god um i know that we're way better um for what All right. Thank you so much for tuning in, everybody. Just to recap, this is this. The topic of today is um, the worshipers appetite. Are we still hungry for God? The worshipers appetite. Are we still hungry for God? And right before me, I have the one and only the singer extraordinaire, songwriter, true worshiper, winner of Sunday's best, the one and the only Joshua Rogers. Come on, can we make some noise for him right here in the studio right quick? What's up, man? How are you, sir? Bless you, man. Thank y'all for having me. <laughs> hey, absolutely, absolutely. Thank you for being here. Listen, so real quick, I was um this has nothing to do with the interview, right? I was uh in uh Panera Bread. And I was listening to, um, I may get the title wrong, but it, but one of the lines is I will trust you. It's the song where you're talking about trusting God. Yes, <laughs> man. When I say that croissant almost flew across the room, <laughs> bro, the way you were singing that song and I know that you sing it, you know, cause I know it's a song that's, you know, that's highly requested. Um, but like, it's like every time you sing it, it's like you feel it in here. And it almost brings, it's not just an anointed song, but it also brings conviction where it's like, okay, are you trusting me? You know, what, what more can you give to me? You know, what more am I asking? What more am I requesting from you? So bro, just, I just had to just shout that out, man. Thank you so much for that song. You're probably tired of singing it right now, but bro, I appreciate you. Oh, thank you, man. I appreciate it. Yes, sir. Say it again. 
I said it came from a sincere place. So wow, gonna- I could dig it. I could dig it. And real quick, what was what was the place of that song? What what what, what place did that song come from for you? Uh, a, a ray of hope um, and a reminder uh, that God is a keeper. Um, you know, when it, when that song uh, came to fruition, it was like dead in the middle of 2020. Um, yeah. crazy. Um, and, and not just on the pandemic and just crazy all around. And, you know, for me, um, as a traveling, uh, singer, it was, you know, like dead. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, you know, just all, a combination of all of those different things, you know, going through that and watching how God kept me, um, yeah. when me and me got together and we just started talking about it, it, it just literally just became a testimony of how God kept us and that, okay, God, I saw how you did this, this time. I have no choice, but the trust going forward. Cause the truth is, is that especially at that point, we didn't know what the future held. We yes, didn't know sir. what was. And so that, that was what it was. God, I'm still going to trust you because you kept me through all of this craziness. I just went through this year and I have no clue what is before me. So that's, yeah. that's it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. And even though that song came out, you know, um, like 2020, 2022, we still find the sentiments for that, for those songs, like still resonating so heavily, even now, you know, so thank you for that. Um, so listen, you. so the topic for today is the worshiper's appetite. Um, are we still hungry for God? So just like you said, you said that you travel a lot, you're on the road a lot. Um, you, uh, you facilitate a lot of worship moments. You know, that's what I feel like praise and worship leaders do. They're facilitating a worship moment, a, a, a congregational worship moment. Um, let me ask you a question in your travels. Do you feel that just in general, from what you see, do you still feel that there is still a sincere, hunger for God uh, amongst the people of God? Do you still feel that there's still like that strong, sincere, that strong hunger, that strong, insatiable desire for God? I do. I do. Um, But I think the thing is, is that for a lot of us in the church, a lot of us Mm. burn out. Um, And so seeing um, it's, it's that hunger is really not even for those that are, you know, in the church. It's, it's those ones out there, you know, mm. out, outside in the, in the hedges, the byways. You know? Um, you know, this younger generation, it's insane, you know, um, how hungry, how uh, thirsty, how mm. enthused. Um, I've I've encountered some of these people just when it comes down to God. You know, mm. uh, I, it's funny. I, I was talking to one, one person and it was crazy. It reminded me of like this older mother that I also met, you know, like, uh, she, uh, she has, I told us that she has this sweet salvation <laughs> because <laughs> it's so great that, and it's so sweet. It's like, whatever you got, I just, I just want a piece. I just wow. want to slip. I want a whole day. I want a nice one portion plate, you know? Um, mm. and so meeting this young person that had that same similar spirit, it was like, it was, it was crazy, you know? And I mind you, I'm, I'm 28, you know, about to be 29, you know? So, mm. I don't really consider myself to be old, but I don't, I don't really consider myself to be, you know, young too much. Mm-hmm. Either. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, being in this space and in this position, it's just like, wow, it's crazy. But um, they're, like I said, they're not in that whole church yeah. building space. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, 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 it's an unorthodox outreach and, you know, going to where they are. Um, you know, a lot of them are, are doing a bunch of outreach. You know, a lot of them are doing these protests and stuff like that. 
you know, so so with that, uh, it, it's, it's, it's just crazy watching how it is because you're going to these services. And, whoa. <laughs> wow. Breath. <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, you know, is, is there is there is there air in here, you know, because it's, it's uh, some of these places is is it's become a thing of entertainment. It's become just a thing of, um, uh, uh, you know, program or is, is what I've done all my life, uh, you know, mm. but that that real zeal and hunger for what is God saying to me now? What is God requiring of me now in this next phase of um, a step of my life? Uh, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Thank you for that. So it's almost like um, almost like a bit of a mixed bag from what you were sharing. Like you still you, you still have like that. There's that um, where people can be so comfortable where it may not be as as prevalent or as strong as it once was. But then you have like, you know, like you mentioned before, some of the youth who have like this hunger and this desire. Um, have you found that when you're ministering in front of these young people, have you found um, your delivery or how you minister to that hunger um, change for what you do for them versus what you would do for like an older congregation? Because it may, because the older, con- the older congregation, they have hunger. But the younger congregation, they also have a hunger, but they may require hmm. two different things. Approaches, so is yeah. that a two different approaches? So do you, do you find that in what you're doing as a worship, as a traveling worship artist, or can you just give them all the same thing and they all just kind of just fall slain, you know, rolling underneath the pew and you got to drag them out? Because <laughs> your voice um, does that, sir. Uh, it, it's that's funny because as as an artist. Um, I've always tried to be very well-rounded, um, mm-hmm. you know, so I've always tried to, you know, be, uh, keep that, you know, youth groove, you know, urban side of me. While though I, growing up apostolic, you know, of course, that old hymnal side of me is in the root is just mm-hmm. there. Um, so it kind of made it easy as an artist to be able to do that. Um, and when you step into the praise and worship aspect of it, it, it it's definitely a much more, uh, not an entertainment thing, but a, a definitely a much more spiritual thing. Um, because then at that point, um, it's not even just a thing of, um, okay, I got some older things here, so I'm going I'm to I'm say a couple of hymns, make sure I, you know, touch on, you know, yes, Jesus loves me, that, you know, that type of mm-hmm. stuff, or, you know, uh, you know, uh, this is youth day, so I got to make sure I give them God in me. Not even a thing like that. It, it, it then becomes a thing of, okay, what in this moment is God requiring for this room to receive? Wow. Wow. So then at that point, then it no longer becomes a, a, a line in between. Yeah. Because whatever it is that God is requiring of that whole room, no matter what age you are, it's, it's, it's for you to receive. Um, and so then it, it kind of changes into whatever that song or that moment may be. Um, they're all open and ready and willing to receive it. You know, um, you know, so uh, it's 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 just crazy. You know, there there have been moments when uh, I, I I never forget I was in Arkansas and uh, you could tell that the room was was a little weird. Um, and so um, I just started singing yes, that's it, just yes. And uh, you know, it was just crazy how in that moment, you know, that was the, the message for the room to receive. And I started to see where those those lines of of indifference started to break. And it wow. just became a unified moment of worship, a unified moment of, you know, just that, that message, that, 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 that moment. And so it, it was crazy. So, um, 
I will say, uh, I guess <laughs> to have a more definitive um, answer, it, it can be both ways. Um, as, a, as an artist, yes, uh, there is a different approach um, to it. Um, as a praise and worship leader, um, it's just simply a spiritual approach. Wow. Wow. And first of all, to be able to live with both of those minds on one stage, I, that's, that's a tremendous responsibility. That's a tremendous responsibility to have. Um, and I commend you for carrying it well. Um, thank you. Yeah. One of the things that you said was, um, that I, that I really wanted to elevate was being sensitive to the spirit and how the spirit would help you dictate and determine what songs need to be sung, no matter who's in the room, when we're sensitive to the spirit of God. So this goes for, you know, whatever pastor, praise and worship leader, psalmist, singer, lyricist, as long as we are obedient to the spirit of God, he will give us what to give to his people. They are not our fans. They are his people. They are not our congregants. They are his people. And when we're sensitive to him and we're acting as those um, worship shepherds, you know, he'll let us know what grass, where to lead them by, beside the, the waters and whatnot. That's awesome. Yeah. Let me, um, let me ask you another question. Um, in reference to, uh, we had a conversation with Tiff Joy and, um, she, she, she's Love. a, she's a powerhouse. She's, she's so dope. Um, <laughs> shout out Tiff. Um, one of the things she mentioned was the impact of social media and not only the impact of social media, but just the impact of culture and how we worship. Have you seen, um, and, and the impact isn't necessarily bad because when you think about social media, when we all went through the pandemic, you know, we had to use social media to still get the word out there. Right. Yes. But at the same time, you know, while service is going on, people had their phones out, you know, recording everybody shouting. So it can work for us or against us. So, so in your experience, um, what are some of the changes that you've noticed um, with how culture and social media has impacted how we worship or even impacted our appetite and our hunger for God? Uh, I mean, hugely as in what you said, you know, we, we've kind of fell out of being fully in the moment. Um, mm. But outside of that, it has expanded our reach um, mm -hmm. for a lot of ministries, for a lot of uh, churches. You know, it has expanded our reach. Um, it has allowed um, people who probably would never travel to see um, what you bring to the kingdom um, are getting the chance and the opportunity to experience that. Uh, but... You know, it, it, I'm sorry. I'm hearing my grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, <laughs> it happens. It happens. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, it's, it's just the signs of the time. You know, uh, but but you, you know, the, the the thing is, is that as as things are happening, um, it's 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 becoming so much, um, and and a lot of us are receiving so much from everywhere. Um, that uh, some of us are, are, are getting uh, confused um, mm. as okay, what do we really stand for? Um, mm. What what do I really believe in? Um, it's, 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 it's a lot 
out there when it comes down to all that this culture has given us access to. Yes, sir. Um, that's that's not that, and that's in so many aspects. The history of the church, the history of the Bible, uh, you know, um, politics, you know, uh, mm. relationships, you know, uh, sexuality, all of these different things is is so much for uh, so many people. Uh, and so it's, it's, it's a thing now where finding a ground yeah. in all of this yeah. um, has become drastically important. Um, knowing who you are, whose you are, what you believe, what you walk into, um, all of that is profoundly important um, in this culture um, and in this space that we are in now. And so, um, uh, I, I I often and I, I've been shifting my words, uh, but I would often say you know it's scary mm. <laughs> seeing where things are going um, mm. and, and seeing mm. things are beginning to unfold. Um, but then, as a believer, uh, you, know, you know you just have to stand up and 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 stand in that boldness of you know it is what it shall be. You know yeah. um, whatever God says is what it shall be, um, and so just just walking, walking in your faith, walking in that uh, relationship with God, staying grounded, um, you know, in the faith that He is the one true living God. Um, you know, uh, there's there's no other uh, above Him, beyond Him. Um, yes, sir. I, I'm a I'm a faith walker. I'm a faith believer. Uh, you know, I believe in miracle signs and one. You know, all all of these mm-hmm. things. Knowing who that is completely for you standing there um and walking that and 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 keeping that tight around you um uh going to social media you know i have to switch up my you know and i have i'm learning i have to do that pretty often um because like i said we're in a space now where people are shifting um you know me staying grounded where i'm at okay where you were when i followed you we were on the same page but now well Thank you for your time. Wow. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta, I gotta let you go here, you know? And so it's, it's just things like that, you know? So yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's that. And so I, I pray, um, I pray that ground, groundness for, uh, for the world at large. Um, I, I pray, uh, that peace, uh, because I mean, just sanity is a real big word these days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just, just, just in, in, in all of it, sanity. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. a real big word. You know, we're seeing so many things. Also, I've never seen so much violence so easily accessible. I've never Bro. seen. I never thought that, that would be the case. But I'm literally you. You can just pick up your phone. It, it's scary even for kids because now you're looking at children who are walking with electronic devices at the age of two. Yeah, and you pick up the phone and you can see somebody getting their brains blown out, you know, or a, a massacre happening, you know, like all it's, 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 it's crazy. But the thing is, is I, I, <laughs> oh, wow. That's crazy. I trust in the Lord, Wow. <laughs> you know? Um, and, and, and so that's, that's what it is for me. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Joshua. Thank you so much for that, man. Thank you. Um, you just dropped a lot right there, even down to um, just the flexibility and the nimbleness and the agility that we have to have in the spirit. You know, like when you said that, OK, yeah, I was following you over here, but uh, I see that we're not on the same type of time right now. So just being able to keep that and holding on to the the, the robe and the and the, uh, the hem of our savior. Um, thank you so much for that, man. And um, just 
what you said, standing on what we believe, knowing what we believe and allowing that to serve as our foundation. Bro, thank you so much. Um, listen, uh, real quick, I, I, my, my hope and my prayer for you is that the Lord will continue to deepen your roots and that he will continue to amplify your voice and that he will amplify your voice in ways that you have never seen before where it crosses not just over here, but where it travels over water, where your voice literally travels over water. Um, I thank you so much for your sacrifice. I thank you for your commitment. And my prayer is that God will restore and pour back into you every place that you've poured out and that you've invested in the sacrifices that nobody else knew that you made to stand committed to the things of the Lord and that you will continue to stand and that you will be encouraged to continue to stand. Joshua, I appreciate you, man. I love you. Are there any upcoming projects that you want to share uh, right now or anything you're working on? Or if you just want to say hi, to somebody um not too much uh you know music is kind of at a pause um but i have just been doing ministry uh, at my church uh so i'm a minister of music at uh powerhouse ministries here in columbia missouri uh, come on shout out powerhouse yeah uh church of god in christ so um outside of that that's pretty kind of much uh been it so to all of my supporters and people out there man Thank you. Uh, keep supporting me. Uh, keep streaming, <laughs> please. <laughs> all your radio stations, uh, you know, uh, all that good stuff, man. Uh, of course, I'm still traveling. So if you want me to come and do where you are, fellowship with you, uh, I am totally open to that. Uh, uh, reach out to my team. Um, of course, my social media is at the Joshua Rodgers. But listen, I thank you guys. I appreciate you. I, I appreciate any support um, because it's a choice. You don't have to do it. And so uh, I thank you so much from the bottom and top of my heart. I love you guys so much. So that's it. I love everybody. Thank you. <laughs> hey, thank you so much. And ladies and gentlemen, there you have it. The one and only Joshua Rogers. Stay yes. tuned. We'll be right back. Beautiful people, uh, we just want to have a moment to shout out our sponsor, uh, one of our sponsors rather, uh, Bellamore Salon, uh, my homie and my friend, uh, my good friend, uh, Tanisha Tucker uh, at Bellamore Salon, which is located at 5260 Castor Avenue, Philadelphia, PA, 19124. Uh, you can check her out at uh, Bellamore Salon, and the phone number is 215 455 11 so get that afro pick get that perm done get that curl get whatever you need to get done uh she got you covered and if you're interested in being a sponsor check me out on my social media inbox me at tw sucks and uh we'll connect welcome back welcome back to the tommy talk show everybody hopefully everybody is still doing well we've had some amazing amazing conversation so far um and we're not done yet if you're just tuning in uh we are having a conversation around the worshiper's appetite and we're ending it with the question are we still hungry for god the worshiper's appetite are we still hungry for god and to help us uh further navigate 
that conversation. We're going to have a group discussion. And I have some amazing people in here with me. I have the one and the only Bashir Hogue, two-time Image Award winner, um, host of the Culture Talk Show, singer and songwriter. We have um, Kayla Johnson, singer, artist, lyricist, and gospel music veteran. Kayla, my big sis. And if you uh, and if you listen to the uh, the uh, the intro music, that is the top me. That's my big sis, Kayla. Uh, my big brother, BJ, and also um, my niece, Niel. So I love y'all for life. And um, I have my new homie, Scott Stevens, renowned songwriter, producer, and musician. What's yeah. up, bro? What's happening? Come hey, on. thank you so much for coming, man. Not a problem. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So how is everybody feeling today? Good. Everybody's good? good. Awesome. Yeah? All right. Yes, cool, cool, cool. So you already know what we're what we're discussing and what we're um, what we're talking about today, the worshiper's appetite. Um, before we hop into the worshiper's appetite, I want to put this out here. Um I want to talk about the concert that you're having coming up. So when is the concert? What is the date, the time, the location, and how can people get tickets? Oh, okay. Um, it's called <laughs> The Encounter. It's uh, March the 25th, uh, and it's at Golden Star Baptist Church. It starts at 7 o'clock. Um, tickets, you can get them online. Uh, you can go to Ticketocity. Um, or if you go, or if you're in the area of uh, 22nd Street in Philadelphia, you can just stop by the church, on, um, which is Golden Star Baptist Church, um, tomorrow. Um, and that's it. Or awesome! No, that's good. That's okay. good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And what we have around us are people who will be participating, uh, not even people, ministers who will be participating in the Encounter concert. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm going to toss, the, I'm going to bring in the rest of the group. But right now, um, Bashir, I want to know, why are you calling this concert the Encounter? Uh, well, because, because so I wasn't going to do it. Okay. But um, I, I've been, well, we should be seeking God. But me and me and seeking God, it was more so like, okay, so I know you do other stuff, but I want you to, gather some people together and I want you to not show, but I want you to invite me to, it's more so like, I want you to invite me to something that I can be, I can sit Hmm. and I can, this is God, you know, I want Mm -hmm. you to invite me to some, somewhere I can just sit and just, um, inhabit praises and worship. Um, the encounter has a lot to do with, um, Isaiah six when, um, Isaiah saw, he finally saw God mm-hmm. when um, the King Isaiah had passed away. Mm-hmm. Um, and we all know that King Isaiah was all, he started off as a good king, mm-hmm. but he got pious and mm-hmm. things happened where, you know, he got, you know, just unhumbled and he started just doing things that wasn't good for the people. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he died and his son took over mm-hmm. and his son was even more wicked than him. Mm-hmm. So, um, but when God removed him, Isaiah was able to see God. You know, um, not like literally see God, but he was able to see God. But one thing I um, one thing I I give credit to Isaiah for is that when he stood in front of God's presence, it was like, hold up, I'm unclean Hmm. and I'm with people that are unclean. And God was like, "Okay, I'm going to fix that. You know, I'm going to mm-hmm. allow an angel to come down and put coal on your on your tongue. So now you're not now that you're not dirty in front of me. So he recognized, OK, 
uh, King Isaiah is gone. Now I can see God clearly. Yeah. So what we want people to do is not go out with your normal, come on. Nah, nah, nah. We, mm-hmm. um, if that happens, that's okay. Um, but at the same time, how many times does that happen? At events where you see that and people are like, you better shout, you better shout, you better dance. And the thing is, I'm dancing, but I'm still going to dance my way back to a habit that I can't break. So what we want to do is um, invite people where um, they have this experience, you know, um, where they, you know, encounter God's presence, you know, um, um, corporately. Yeah. Corporately. So, yeah, um, of course, you know, I, uh, you, you mentioned uh, Scott Stevens, who is the music director. And uh, can I just Woo! say this real yep, quick? Go ahead. The reason why um, I got Scott was because I've had people before to um, do certain music and, you know, just do the music. And I'm not going to lie. You know, I'm, you know, very blunt. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I <laughs> my thing was, it's, it, that wasn't it. Yeah. You know, it wasn't it. And there's no aspersions on anybody. It's just that. Worship is a relationship with God. Yeah. So if you don't, if if that's not exhibited, mm-hmm. you know, then what are you doing? There's mm-hmm. nothing. There's no reason for you to be before the people because wow. you don't have a relationship. Wow. So I know Scott has a relationship, and I know Kayla has a relationship. So I'm is more so. It's more, I what God showed me was get this person, get this person strategically. I want these people. Yeah. And, that, and that's how that happened. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Woo. I'm sorry I took out of that. No, 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 no. You're fine. You're fine. You're fine. <laughs> yeah. So first thing, anybody who wants to come to the encounter, it's going to be on the 25th of March. Um, you can get your tickets, get your tickets, get your tickets. Um, but then the second thing um, that you said by Sheer was you heard the hunger and the desire of God mm-hmm. where he said, create something almost like build a table that I can sit at. Yeah. Invite so let me ask the group, do y'all feel that um do we do a good job at inviting God, his presence to our services, to our concerts, to our lives? What are your thoughts? What are your thoughts on that? Because for God to 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 say, hey, build something that I can come to, which means that if we take the reverse of that, there are things that people are building that he cannot attend. So what what are what are your thoughts on that? You know, do we do we have enough places where God can actually sit and rest and attend, or what do you all think? Wow, that's loaded. <laughs> <laughs> you you would want to think, um, whatever we are uh, putting together in the name of God or in the name of Christ and lifting his name and glorifying him and spreading his gospel mm-hmm. that we are creating that table yeah. for him to be invited because it's about him. He should be at the table. Yeah. But that's not always so. Wow. Because we have gotten into, and it's, 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 it's a, it's, it's, it's a very thin line. Yeah. Um, between show Mm. And worship, wow! And I and and I say thin line because of our perception on what we believe is anointed, what we believe is mm. God, what we believe, and it might not be. Wow! Mm. So ugh, that's a real. <laughs> And, 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 you know, just, you know, just, I like the way he said, listen, the encounter is 
he's going to be at the table, period. Yeah. Yeah. That's the encounter. That's the encounter. So, you know, go get your tickets if you want to meet Jesus at the table. If you want to meet him at the table. Come on. It's not about who's going to be on the program, me Mm -hmm. or anybody. Mm -hmm. It's about meeting him at the table. Come on. And bringing our gifts and our love and showering Mm -hmm. and and, and pouring our oil out and just sitting at his feet and just taking that time out so he can get what he wants. Yeah. From me. Wow. You know what? You touched on something about him getting what he wants from us. Yes. A lot of times that's not the focus of this relationship. Usually we're like, well, mm-hmm. what can we get okay. from him? And, and, and something else came up for me. Two more things. Uh, when you were saying sit at the table, all I, all I heard was at the table. Let me ask you a question. Um, are there things that keeps God that, are there things that makes God push away from the table? I'd like to add to that. I believe that Mm -hmm. Jesus just shouldn't be at the table, but Mm -hmm. he should be the head Mm -hmm. of the table. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? I really believe that's the issue. I think it was brought up before there's a mixed bag now, like social media distracts us so much. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's a shifting. It seems like there's a remnant of believers who Mm -hmm. still get up at three o'clock in the morning and seek God's Mm -hmm. face. Yes, sir. And there are others doing other things. It seems like since the pandemic, there's Mm -hmm. been, as the scripture has talked about, a falling away from the church. And we're comfortable in our bedroom slippers and eating bacon Mm -hmm. while we're watching. Yes, sir. We may turn on or not. But you remember there was a uh, something special about just getting up and getting ready to go to church. Yes, sir. And I believe the uh, church has just been lulled into a state of Kind of a complacency. Yeah. Apostasy. I think I'm using the right word. Yeah. 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 But yeah. So. Wow. Yeah, wow. I, I, yeah. I would like to see Jesus at the head of the table. Yeah. Not yeah. just at the table, yeah. but at the head yeah. of the table. The wow. Because there is a difference because I think in many cases, even when you look in a Bible and you see how, um, how you may have like certain kings and stuff like that, it'll say that a certain king um, partially obeyed God. Right. right. Um, and, and I think that you, you have where he's invited to the table, but he's not the head because we want to control the table. Yeah. You know, um, let me ask you a question. How do we invite God to be the head of the table? What do we need to do mm, in our lives to create a space where God is the head at the table. Real quick, is this like corporately or individually? You know what? What we do individually will manifest corporately. Corporate yes, so so true. true. Okay. Go ahead. Or so, you, however you want to do it. All right. So I'll 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 say this. Mm-hmm. So individually, yes, we we should be seeking God for our, in our own time because we it's a relationship, like I said before. So when you, so if you're a layman and you go into the church more so and you have you've you've came from seeking God already, um, but you come into the house mm-hmm. where God is not welcomed, mm-hmm. so you're the only person, or not the only person, but you're the only few people, few persons that sort God in the morning like God, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Um, 
that that becomes really like a, a kind of, of a war. Yeah. Because it's like, well, I'm in a place where the people are not really not connecting or they're not reverencing um, God's presence or... Yeah. I will say that I reverence in the house first because most of the times now you have people that come and don't reverence the house. Yeah, so it's like when you go in there and you see it, you have to you have to question and ask yourself, well, if the people are acting like this, what is the head like? Wow. So because however, if my if my son or somebody go out and act a certain way, they're a representation of who, who I am. Yeah. They may do certain things, you know, they, you know, like the sheep, you know, he go over, but the shepherd just, but they may do certain things. However, they still have that stench of, oh, I can't do that because my dad going to get me. Mm-hmm. So I think it becomes a struggle when it comes to you being the, the, the seeker of God and you go into the house where... You have a lot of people, not everybody, but you have a lot of people who are not with that. They just yeah. kind of like, so I don't know. That's for me, that would be a mixed question for me because, or a mixed answer because it's like, it's it's really hard to, and then you get some people that's, that's, that, that say, I don't understand what's going on because I worship God, but it just feel like something not right in the mm-hmm. atmosphere. Well, it has a lot to do with the people. And the thing is, you're, you're, you're at a point where, okay, God, do I pray for these people mm-hmm. or do I, do I just worship you by myself here, like while I'm here? And mm-hmm. that's kind of difficult. Yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah. Wow. Thank you. Yeah. What do you, what? I wow. see Kayla's wheels turn. I see Scott got the deep <laughs> prophetic brow on where he's on. Uh, he, yeah. We got, we got like two, three more minutes. What, what are you all thinking in reference to, um, go ahead. <laughs> Oof. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Um, what you were saying is it an individual thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I do believe it's, yeah. it starts with the individual. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that's why I feel like uh, we're leaders. I feel like we're called mm-hmm. leaders, mm-hmm. but the leader has to be yeah. the first partaker. Yes, sir. Yeah. The leader has to be in place first yeah. in prayer. Yeah. And yes, yeah. and we should follow. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Oh, man. We are at our time. We have to do this again. We have to have like a part two. Would y'all be okay with coming back for a part two? It's an hour, right? Oh, (laughs) no, ain't no hour. (laughs) We have to get y'all back in the studio for a part two. two, Um, Again, don't forget to get your tickets for the encounter, which is happening on March the 25th. You can uh, visit visit Ticketlocity um, and other platforms to get your tickets. Thank you again. Stay tuned as we continue our discussion around the worshiper's appetite. Thank you. So that is our show for today. Thank you all for joining us for the Tommy Talk Show uh, around our discussion, uh, the worshiper's appetite. Are we still hungry for God? Hopefully something was shared today uh, that inspired you and that left you thinking. Uh, Check us out again. Stay tuned. Uh, Big shout out to my guy, our producer, Keith Pelzer, as we are at the Convos Lounge. Uh, Shout out to P3 Christian Radio and also to the Culture Talk Show family. Uh, We do this in collaboration with them. To iHeartRadio and to all of you, thank you so much. I will see you all soon. Peace.